0: Welcome to the Paranormal States of America. I'm your host, John Devine, and on this episode, we're going to be looking at the mysterious creatures and cryptids of the state of Maryland. episode, you'll hear about five creatures whose legends are woven into the local lore. No matter what creature we're talking about, one thing is clear. If you're walking in the Maryland woods, stay alert. You never know what is watching you. Prince George's County is adjacent to the eastern edge of Washington, D.C. The woods in the suburban county are rumored to be home to a murderous beast known as the Goatman. It has been described as a human-like figure, standing six foot tall, walking upright on two goat-like legs. Unlike most cryptids, it uses a weapon to carry out its evil deeds, a razor-sharp axe. The favorite origin story for the creature is that a research accident at the Beltsville Agricultural Research Center resulted in a half-man, half-goat hybrid. The legend often cites this facility as isolated, but it is now located in the heart of the D.C. suburb. It is a large facility with several stately brick buildings with columns at the front and high security. The first media account of the Goatman was in 1971 when a local family was looking for their lost dog. Sadly, they found the dog dead and headless in the woods. Some locals tied this gruesome scene to the axe-wielding Goatman. Several people in the area reported hearing strange sounds in the woods the night the dog went missing, and some even reported seeing a large creature in the area at the same time. Other stories about the Goatman tie it to the deaths of teenagers who park on Fletchertown Road for moonlit makeout sessions. Like any good slasher horror story, any teens who get too amorous are met by the sharp axe swung by the half-man, half-goat being. Since the 1970s, teens have been gathering at Governor's Bridge that crosses the Patuxent River in Bowie to tempt the Goatman to show itself. The creature is believed to lurk under the bridge and will attack kids who loiter around it. The stories about the creature have been passed among the students in Prince George's County, Maryland for decades, just like the bunny man legend of Fairfax County, Virginia. Part man, part goat creatures have been figures in folklore for generations in many cultures. The satyr from Greek mythology is depicted as having a human torso and the legs and hindquarters of a goat. Goat imagery is also tied to the devil and evil in general, giving the legend of the goat man even more supporting lore. Whether the Goatman is a real science experiment gone wrong, a goat-like Sasquatch-type cryptid, or just a local legend, there is no disputing that the creature will continue to live in the lore of the region for decades to come. But if you don't believe in the story, go hang out around Fletchertown Road or Governors Bridge Road at night. I dare you. In the early 1970s, people in the town of Sykesville reported seeing a tall, hairy creature walking around their neighborhoods, breaking into storage sheds, chicken coops, and climbing onto porches. This creature came to be known as the Sykesville Monster. These events were investigated by the police, and a footprint was found. A plaster cast was made of the print, and it measured at 13 inches long, 17 inches wide, and it had fallen arches, indicating a flat foot. In 1973, a trucker driving through Sykesville saw a large, hairy creature in the middle of the road. The driver noted that the creature's lower body appeared to be caked in mud. As the trucker approached, the creature stood and ran into the woods. The driver estimated the creature's height to be between 7 and 8 feet. In 1981, the strange story of the Sykesville monster got even stranger. On May 9, 1981, Lon Strickler was fly-fishing in the shallow waters of the Patapsco River, a mile from Sykesville. The weather was slightly breezy and in the low 60s. He noticed a stray dog on the opposite bank of the river about 50 yards away, sniffing the weeds and brush on the bank. The dog was weaving in and out of the brush as if following a scent trail. But thinking that it's just a dog on a trail, Strickler focused again on his line in the water. A few minutes later, Strickler's attention was again pulled to the dog, who was now barking and growling at something. He looked to see what the dog was barking at and was shocked to see a dark and hairy creature in the brush. Strickler moved to get a better look and he heard a loud yelp from the dog and it ran off. The creature stood up and was taller than any man Strickler had ever seen. Seven to eight feet tall with dark matted hair. The smell coming from the creature was a strong musky odor. As the creature moved through the brush, Strickler tried to keep up but was unable to. Instead, Strickler decided to leave the river and drive to Sykesville to make a report to the authorities. He called the police on a payphone in town and was told to go back to the area of the sighting and the police would meet him there. Upon arriving back at the river, there was already a Maryland State Police Officer there who told him to stay away because it could be dangerous to stay. He left but came back about an hour later. By that time, Not only was there the state police cruiser, but other government vehicles, including federal agents as well. Investigators were combing the area for evidence as to what had occurred, but had no interest in talking to Strickler, who made the report. Since Strickler's 1981 sighting, several Bigfoot sightings have been made in and around Patapsco State Park and the greater Baltimore area. It is still unknown what the Sykesville monster is, but the response to the sightings make it clear that cryptozoologists aren't the only ones interested in finding these creatures. It does beg the question, what does the government know about Bigfoot and other similar creatures? In western Maryland, the town of Boonesboro is located near South Mountain. For generations, people have reported seeing a giant black dog, referred to as the Snarly Yow. In the mid-1800s, one man reported seeing the Snarly Yow on his way home from Boonesboro. As he was walking on National Pike, he saw the dog standing in the road, blocking his travel. He was frightened by the appearance of the creature. The moonlight allowed him to see the full outline of the dog, and it was bigger than any dog he had ever seen. As it stood in the middle of the road, it growled and snarled at him, baring its white fangs. He tried to yell and scream at the dog to scare it away, but it stayed where it was, eyes glowing in the moonlight. The man picked up some rocks and sticks and started to throw them at the dog. Not only did the dog not move, it seemed unfazed by the assault. It seemed the rocks went right through it. Suddenly, as quickly as it had appeared, it walked off the road and disappeared into the brush. In another encounter, the Snarly Yow obstructed a hunter's way. The hunter was able to get pretty close to the dog before firing two shots. The bullet seemed to go right through the beast. Another encounter, a rider was thrown from his horse when the Snarly Yow spooked it, causing the rider to break his collarbone. In the 1970s, a car was traveling down Alternate Route 40, and it seemingly ran over the Snarly Yow when it walked in front of their car. The occupants got out of the car, but found nothing on the road. They then looked back to where the dog was standing when they first saw it, and there it was, snarling and growling. And as suddenly as it appeared, it disappeared in front of their eyes. Today, off of U.S. Alternate Route 40, there is a way marker for the South Mountain Summit. On that placard, there is a sidebar recognizing the Snarly Yow legend. Quote, legend has it that the shadow of a black dog used to prowl the heights of South Mountain. One night, a huntsman, famous as a sure shot, encountered the beast. He aimed and fired his rifle. The shot went right through the animal with no effect. He fired again and again, each shot passing through the shadowy beast. Finally overcome with dread, the huntsman fled. The snarly despite all the terror it has caused in the South Mountain area of Maryland, has never directly injured anyone it has encountered. Frederick County, Maryland is home to a flying creature that has terrorized the area for hundreds of years. The creature is described as a dragon, a half-bird, half-reptile that lives in the caves of South Mountain. The creature is said to swoop down and take livestock, and even take children from unsuspecting families. This creature is known as the Snallygaster. The area of Western Maryland was settled originally by German immigrants starting in the 1730s, and they referred to the creature as a Schnellergeist, which means quick spirit in German. Some witnesses report that it has octopus-like tentacles that protrude from the mouth. Other stories report that the Snallygaster will drain the blood of its victims. In early 1909, newspapers began to document Snallygaster encounters. They described it as having enormous wings, a long-pointed bill, claws like steel hooks, and an eye in the center of its forehead. Witnesses reported that it made screeching sounds like a locomotive whistle. One article claimed that the beast picked up a man, sank its teeth into his jugular, and drained his body of blood before dropping the body along a hillside. The news spread throughout Maryland so rapidly that even President Theodore Roosevelt heard about the beast and briefly considered postponing an African safari to hunt the Snallygaster himself. Some people believe that it's possible that the snallygaster is a petrosaur, an ancient flying dinosaur that may have survived extinction deep down in the caves of South Mountain. It also has an arch nemesis in our next creature, the dueo. In 1965, near Grambrell State Park, a man known by the alias of John Becker went out in his yard to investigate a strange noise. As he went back toward his house, something moved toward him. He said it was as big as a bear, had long black hair, a bushy tail, and growled like a wolf or dog. As it got closer to him, it stood on its hind legs and attacked him. He fought off the creature and it ran into the woods. He said it was a creature known as the Dwayo. In the summer of 1966, also around the area of Granboro State Park, a man was returning to his campsite when a dueo approached him. He said it was a shaggy, two-legged animal the size of a deer that had a triangle-shaped head with pointed ears and chin. It was dark brown and made a loud scream when it was approached. It backed away from the man, and he noted that the creature's legs stuck out from the side of the trunk of the body, making its movement appear almost spider-like as it backed away. In 1976, two men were driving on Route 77 when they saw the Dwayo cross the road in front of them. They described it as six foot tall, but inclined forward as it was running quickly. The body was covered in dark brown fur. The forelegs were slimmer and held out in front as it moved. The back legs were muscled and thick like a kangaroo's. They described it as definitely not an ape, but more like a wolf or dog, and it was moving upright. In 1978, two park rangers near Cunningham Falls reported a large hairy creature running on two legs. Some people have drawn parallels between the Dwayo and the Hexenwolf from Pennsylvania German folklore. As I mentioned, the Dwayo and the Snallygaster are reportedly enemies. Accounts of loud violent battles between the two creatures in the mountain areas of Western Maryland have been reported. This concludes our look at some of the mysterious beasts and cryptids in the state of Maryland. Even if only one of these creatures turns out to be a living being, that's still a terrifying thought to have any of these things stalking around the woods not far from the nation's capital. So if you're ever hiking in the woods in western Maryland, make sure to keep an eye out for what's around, or in the case of the Snallygaster, what's above you. Our next episode will be our third and final look at the paranormal in Maryland focusing on the UFO activity in the state. If you're enjoying the show, please click the subscribe or follow button on your favorite podcast directory to get updates when new episodes are released. You can also follow the show on Instagram at the Paranormal States of America. Until the next episode, I'm your host, John Devine, signing off from the Paranormal States of America. Thank you for listening.